Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. In the Gun, episode 128 of your new favorite WVU football podcast. It's time for our final pick'em of the season, conference championship game edition. I'm Wesley Euler. I've got the best teammates in the business, the signal caller Jed Drenning, and the runaway beer truck down the sideline for a state title. Big Owen Schmidt. And, of course, this episode of ITG, as always, brought to you in part by our friends at Bet Online, where the game starts. Jed, this is not the start. This is the end of our yearly pick'em that we do every single week. So recap for us how we did in the final week of the regular season here for the last time. All right, let's get this over with. Uh, I don't think that I don't think that's from the podcast marketing toolkit. That line that I just spoke. Okay, let's get this over with, right? <laughs> so, all right, with the last week. Uh, as my signal caller of the week, my Big 12 offense to pass for the most yards, I was, of course, mathematically eliminated. So I said, why not? I'm going with the fighting Garrett Greens, West Virginia, to throw for the most yards. Well, they finished in the top five. Garrett threw for 269. That was good for fifth place in the Big 12. Oklahoma, of course, threw for the most because I didn't pick them. Uh, TCU at 344 at second. Uh, anyway, West Virginia comes in fifth place, 269. So I get ding, ding, one point. Owen, you picked West Virginia, taking the same approach to rush for the most yards. West Virginia ends up running for a chunky 250, as we know. Uh, that was good for fourth place among Big 12 offenses. So your beer truck of the week uh, comes in fourth place. Kansas ran for the most, uh, 312 against Cincinnati. Texas ran for 302. Uh, as they decimated Texas Tech, Iowa State in the snow and that zany game with a bunch of crazy stats and that blizzard against K-State in Manhattan. But Owen, your 250 yards places you fourth, so you get ding, ding, two points this week. Scoring defense, speaking of the blizzard in Manhattan, uh, Wes, you picked Kansas State uh, as a defense of the week to allow the fewest points. Uh that didn't work out in the snow. Texas allowed the fewest points, seven, followed by UCF, which allowed 13 against Houston. Kansas allowed 16 to Cincinnati. Anyway, on to the line, you finished 11th out of the 14 Big 12 teams. Uh, Kansas State allowed 42 and a loss to Iowa State in Manhattan. But again, that blizzard kind of a, threw a wrench in everything. Um, so and no points for you this week. Uh, scoring offense, Skyler went with the Mountaineers. Uh, the Mountaineers, of course, of course, scored 34. Um, ordinarily, that might be enough to get you up there, but not this week. This was a pretty high-scoring week with some uh, dynamic offensive performances. Oklahoma dropped 69 on TCU. Nice. Uh, so that buzzsaw was running even faster than when we were in Norman. <laughs> Uh, 69 led the way by Oklahoma, most points by a Big 12 offense this week. Number two, Texas, 57. Number three, 49 by Kansas. Number four, 45 by TCU, followed by Iowa State. Uh, West Virginia's 34 points came in an eighth-place tie, so eh, no points for Skyler. So that leads to the final results for leg one of our ITG 
super uber competition of Palooza. Uh, of course, the picks are leg one, and then we have conference championship weekend leg two, and then we have our bowl picks for leg three. But this is a big leg, Wes. How did it shake out? Shake that leg. All right, so here's our regular season standings. Bringing up the caboose with 16 points, doing his best Jarrett Brown impersonation is our signal caller, Jed Drenning. Third place, doing his best Darwin Cook impersonation. I had to think real real quick there on the fly. With, 20, with 25 points, it's the beer truck, Big Owen Schmidt. His inaugural season here with us on the podcast, coming in third with 36 points, Skyler Callahan. And in first place, full... Did you get for 36? Skyler got 36. No, who was the Mountaineer you gave? Oh, I didn't, get, I, didn't get, I didn't give anyone. I'm going to say Shaq Petterway. I don't know why. I'm there you go. That's a good one. That's a good one. I like that. Sorry to interrupt. I like where I you might... were going with all of it. I was, you know, I don't know why I gave that up. You're right. Uh, and then, atop of the mountain here for our regular season standings, 42 points. I was Skyler made a late charge. God bless him. Uh, but I was able to hold him off as I will finish with 42 points. Who are we going with for 42, Jed? Okay, I, I tell you who I'm thinking of. Here's your hints: running back Hawaii. Wait, running back Hawaii. Adrian Morrell. Oh wow, you're you're harkening back there. Well, that's because I'm an old man. I played with Adrian. <laughs> oh, I love it. So there's our standings for this year. I know Skyler, this is the part where he throws him up on the screen and all that. And yes, so uh one, two, three, four, West Sky O Jed for our regular season pick 'em. Now we did get our Neil Armstrong, Jed, our buddy Jake down in Australia. Uh, but we're still, 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 still waiting for SOJ. Still waiting for our first, our first stateside, our first uh, American to pick four for four here. But how did our viewers do this week? I think a couple people had two, right? No threes, but I think a couple people had two. Yep. I I tell you what, this was the best. I could have leaned into phone a friend for some help on this because, uh, it was the best that our listeners slash viewers did on picking the, uh, passing offense we had a stretch one time guys that we had three right in three weeks on the mm-hmm. passing offense well this week we had seven listeners pick oklahoma and get it correct for the passing offense we had nobody get the rushing offense owen uh we only had one get brock melko is the only who got the uh scoring defense was then brock melko also got the scoring offense Nice. He was one of four got scoring offense. So Brock Melko was one of our uh, listeners who had two. We also had Anthony Perry. Uh, Anthony Perry got the passing offense right with Oklahoma, and he got Oklahoma scoring offense. They dropped that 69 spot, as we just talked about, against TC in the 69-45 win. So Anthony Perry, congratulations. You got two. And uh, we said Brock Melko got two. Uh, we had some others scattered in there who at least hit one, which uh, none of us did. Uh, shout out to Patrick Mill. Shout out to Oki King. Shout out to Michael Lovejoy, Jesse, Eli, and Joe Bashaw. And then finally, I'll tell you what, I missed one. It looks like Braxton Fuller might have gotten 
too right as well. So Shout yeah, out you got the offense and the uh, Braxton Fuller. I know Braxton the, uh, from Twitter. Oh yeah, he's active. He's, a, he's, a, he's an active offense. participant in WVU Twitter, baby. Come on. There you go. Perfect. All right. So that's that's how it all shook out. Well, I know Big O is happy at least. Big O, Big O beat Jed. So at the end of the day, right? Oh, that's all that matters. I, I mean, quite honestly, I know more football than Jed. <laughs> I, I wish I could refute that. I wish I could refute that. Hey, Owen, you just like Booby Miles in this case, baby. It's yeah. God given. All right. The yeah, only man. thing I, the only put, thing hey, I gotta do you is put just Owen up. in if you want to win, son. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, speaking of Mountaineers, I'm I'm the CJ Donald in the sequence, you know. Uh, CJ <laughs> CJ Donaldson's number four comes into play here. I see what you did there. I see what you did there, old 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 Jedger. All right, so we're going to take a break. When we come back on the other side, a little different this week. There's 10 conference championship games this weekend across college football. Starting on Friday, going through the weekend, we will give our picks for each 10, for all 10, there we go, of those upcoming conference championship games. There's some juicy ones. This is maybe the best uh, best slate of conference championship games in recent memory. So we'll get into all of that when we return on the other side. A thank you to our friends at Toothman Ford. We all know cars cost less than Grafton for presenting this podcast. A little conference championship talk when we return. You are in the gun. Nobody supports the blue and gold Mountaineers like Toothman Ford. With over 20 NIL deals and counting, Toothman Ford continues to rally behind our student athletes. And it's time we rally and support the dealer that supports the Mountaineers. Not only does Toothman Ford offer the best prices in the state on pre-owned, their never-over MSRP campaign on new Fords guaranteed to save you thousands. Drive with pride all season long, knowing you're supporting the dealer that fuels our Mountaineers. Toothman Ford, where cars cost less. In Grafton and at Toothman for more West Virginia Mountaineer football content, be sure to follow us on Twitter at In the Gun Podcast. For nearly 20 years, Fortis has been the nation's leader in providing guaranteed roof performance programs for commercial buildings. Fortis offers roof performance solutions that feature extensive initial and ongoing reconditioning for commercial buildings as an alternative to traditional replacement with long-term performance guarantees that are backed by global leader Lloyd's of London. Fortis offers a comprehensive range of roof performance management programs that provide financial security, extend the life of our customers' roofs, and make a significant impact on ROI. Fortis is currently improving performance and increasing ROI for customers at more than 4,800 locations, with more than 140 million square feet protected, including many Fortune 500 companies that have turned to Fortis to save money, gain financial certainty, and extend the life of their existing roofs. Fortis has helped customers save more than $520 million in capital roof replacement costs for an average ROI of over 250%. To learn more, visit fortis.us.com. Fortis, roof performance and financial certainty guaranteed. Let's go, Mountaineer fans. You're tuned in to In the Gun with Wes, the runaway beer truck, and the signal caller. Back in the gun here. It's time to talk some conference championship games. They start Friday night, gentlemen. We'll do this for those of you following along at home in chronological order uh, based off of when these games kick off. They start Friday night. Jed, you mentioned on our uh, our Baylor recap episode, you were talking about Auburn and Alabama and New Mexico State 
in there as well, too. They, of course, just had a big victory. New Mexico State beat Auburn more comfortably than Alabama did in back-to-back weeks. New Mexico State, they're taking on Liberty, the ranked, the undefeated uh, Liberty there as well. as I'm drawing a blank. What's Liberty's mascot right now? I'm drawing a complete blank. That's right. The Flames. That's right. Uh, that game in uh, in Lynchburg, Virginia, can New Mexico State uh, go on the road there? They are 10-point underdogs, Jed. They are. Uh, Liberty's unbeaten for a reason. Jamie Chadwell's done a heck of a job there after leaving Coastal Carolina. West Virginia currently sits at number one in all of Power 5 in rushing offense. For the first time, I posted this on the uh, Twitter account, and it got a lot of traction. Uh, Owen, since you guys played. Since 2007, that's the last time West Virginia led all Power 5 schools. Now, again, I think it's Power 4 now. But they don't lead the nation. Guess who leads the nation when you count the G5 schools? In other words, all of FBS, Liberty. Liberty is running the football and running the football at will. I think they continue to do so. I'm going with the Flames. I would agree. I'd I'd go with Liberty as well, Um, considering I'm the Quincy Wilson of – our pick oh, series. There he is. Uh, Liberty's got it. Uh, easy, easy there, Stedman Bailey. All right. I mean, just, just, just take it. Just take it easy. I also like Jed going with CJ there in the previous segment and not Letty Brown. I mean, I tell you what, how quick they forget. Uh, I see bias. Friday night. Now, this is, fellas, this is the one. All right. Top 10 matchup, Pac 12. This is a great kind oh, of. Hey. What'd you say? Oh, that's true, oh, yeah. actually. You're right. I should give my conference USA championship. <laughs> yeah. We need Skyler's pick, which we don't have right now. He's got to send him to us. He'll throw it up. He'll throw it up on the graphic. How about that? Uh He'll throw you know it up what? On the graphic. Yeah. I'm gonna go New I'm gonna go New Mexico State. All right. If they can go, like if they it. can go, if they can go down to Auburn and get a W on the road, they can certainly do the same thing there in uh in Lynchburg. Oh, he's trying to slip out of here. He, he's he's like that guy that has this big lead, and all now all of a sudden he's recoiling, no, and playing conservative. You see? Listen, I was just yeah. doing I was doing like the uh, like the Reese Davis thing, yeah, right? Are we the doing the points thing? Pick? Are we doing the points thing? Like we're giving up as many, you know? What I mean, are we doing that so we can actually have a chance of winning here? No, that part's the pick I mean, like part's done totals? and dusted. This is its no. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, just... hey, I'm gonna give up. I'm gonna give up this many points. I'm gonna I'm gonna bet everything. There's no daily double. There's no we're daily not, we're double. We're not daily here. Alex, Alex Trebek. Okay, okay. So, just asking there. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. Someone seems like he doesn't want to really gamble. Yeah, you're right. You're when the, you're when you when you're the leader of the pack, I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. Just saying, I see what he's saying there. Hey, yeah. Hey, Wes. I'll tell you what. If we give you so many points and liberty, that kind of thing. Yeah, I, I see Listen, what he's gentlemen, saying, but. That, that the real, the real, the real victory for me is the friends and the memories we've made along the way. Oh, so, yeah. so, so we can do Jeez. it. Here's how the you want to know the rules to this. After I find out how my picks went, I'll let you know the rules. Uh, there we go. <laughs> there okay. we go. I'll, I'll let you know how the scoring goes. We should have also talked about this ahead of time. Like, am I am I getting the ten points with New Mexico State, or am I just picking them to win straight up? I mean, I'm sticking with my pick either way, just for you know, for clarity purposes. That's a great, that's a great question. I I say, yeah, instead of heads up, because the bowls will be heads up because they get too crazy. This is a different animal. We don't have all the opt-outs and all that kind of stuff. We should hope not. Sure. Yeah, I I say let's go with the point spread. So I'm laying the 10 with Liberty and New Mexico State against New Mexico State. I'm I'm laying the 10. 10. I'm sticking with 
Yeah. Oh, I'm sticking with him too. I'm too. So West West a blowout, honestly. And there you go. All right. You so two West or you Mexico State. Now I'll take the plus ten in New Mexico State. Yeah. Okay. Got you. All right. Next. Next is like I said, a top ten matchup. I've been looking forward to this one for a couple weeks. Two of the best teams in college football. The I tell you what, heck of a way for the Pac-12 conference to go out. Uh, at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, number four, Washington, against number six, Oregon. Gentlemen, I think Oregon might be the best team in the country right now. I, I truly believe that. Um, and I know Washington beat them in Seattle earlier in the season. I know all of that. Oregon is nine and a half point favorites. Yes. That's crazy to me because I think Oregon should be favored because, again, I know it's the weird thing that we do in sports, right? Like this team beat this team head-to-head, but I still think the team that lost is better. If you go back and watch that game, man, Oregon really shot themselves in the foot in that game. I I don't like the nine and a half. I like Oregon to win this game, but if we're if we're going with points, Jed, I think I'll take Washington to cover. But this is, man, this is a great way for the, the Pac-12 as we know it to uh, to go out. This is, I think, the most intriguing of all the conference championship games. So you're going with Washington to cover? Washington, yeah, I'll take Washington plus nine and a half. Absolutely. I got you. I, yeah. got you. Yeah, I think yeah, Oregon yeah. wins. Well, I think Oregon wins, but not by 10 points. I see what you're saying. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm going to write that down as we're speaking. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say I think Oregon feels they need to make a statement to get in. No doubt. I think Oregon has a far nastier defense. We always say on this podcast, we're a podcast that believes defense travels. Uh, I'm going to go with Oregon. I'm going to go with Oregon to cover. Nine and a half. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Jed there as well. I, if this game would be, you know, you know, like I said, last time they beat him in, in, uh, was in Washington. I mean, at home, absolutely. I think the, uh, the Huskies got them, but I think Oregon, Oregon's – even with the points, I think they're like Jed said, they got something to prove here. I tell you what, that's going to be a fun one. That's going to be a fun one. Friday night, put the kids to bed. All right. Watch, uh, watch the, the pac 12 as we know it go out with what's hopefully a bang there on to Saturday, of course, setting the stage as always is the Dr. Pepper big 12 championship game, Oklahoma state, Texas, the horns fellas, 14, Teen and a half point favorites. Jet, another team that needs to make a bit of a statement to kind of solidify their case to the college football playoff committee. What you got in this one? Texas may, in fact, win the Big 12 and ride off leaving us high and dry, but it's not going to do so with me picking. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm not betting against the guy that hunts rattlesnakes when you're giving me 14 and a half points in a championship game. I'm not betting against Mike Gundy. I'm going with the fighting Gundys with the 14 and a half. Man, I hate to keep picking with Jed here, but 14 points. Gundy's got something to prove. I think he's going to, I think that I'm going to tell you this much too. If that running game comes to play, look out, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. What what concerns me? The O-line against Texas's D-line. That is my concern because it's been the ransom note O-line. It's found a way with Ollie Gordon. But, yeah, you're that, – that, but I, I agree with you. And if they if they have a pulse run the football. But, Wes, what do you think? I, I, I don't like it when we're all on the same page, but I think we're all on the same page here. I will take Oklahoma State in 14 and a half points. 
but but I think Texas wins this game by 10, 13, something like that. I, I just I'm with you. I think Texas is really good, as much as it pains me to say. I think they'll win in the trenches, and I think that will lead to a comfortable, but not a not a 15 point or more victory for the Longhorns. So Texas to win, but I think we're all taking Okie State in the 14 and a half points. That's a massive number. Yeah. Uh, also, much. also kicking off at noon in a uh, in a different NFL stadium up there at Ford Field in Detroit, the MAC Championship, Toledo hosting Miami of Ohio. Toledo seven and a half point favorites. Jed. I'll say this. Toledo maybe should have beat Illinois in that season opener. They had a shot, and they haven't lost since. Uh, I think those those fellas are believing. Uh, I'm going to go with Toledo. Uh, they're giving up seven and a half uh, against the uh, Fighting Roethlisberger's. <laughs> Jed's laying the points. What do you think, O? Uh, I'm just gonna go against Jed on this one. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Miami. I'm gonna take Miami as well too. I think Toledo could win this game, no doubt. But seven and a half, yeah. Give me the Red Hawks plus seven and a half. They took down Cincinnati earlier in the season on the road. They beat a Power Five foe. Let's uh let's see if they can win the Battle of Ohio here in the MAC Championship. Three o'clock uh, on Saturday, Mountain West Championship in Las Vegas, UNLV host Boise State the Broncos two-point favorites there at Allegiant Stadium Jed what do you got for this one well it's curious uh in years past I think it would be an easy choice in a matchup like this to go with the Boise State teams that we know and love but this is hasn't quite been that uh and yet Boise's still laying two points uh it's in Vegas there's a quasi home field yeah, I, 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 this this is one of those games that almost feels like Vegas knows something. You know what yep. I mean? Well, they should. It's their own backyard, right? I'm gonna go Boise. Ooh, okay. I'm definitely taking UNLV. Uh, it's a home game. Yeah, I'm with you, Big O. There it's ain't a no. Uh, it's a home game. Two points, whatever. Yeah, there ain't there ain't no blue turf there in Las Vegas. Last time I checked, and I was I was I was just there uh, about a about a month or so ago. Mister Historian, I believe uh, Sammy Marone is with UNLV right now. Currently, that sounds right. I believe he is. That so I, right. I got to go with my Sammy the Bull Marone. I got to go with my boy too. I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with Boise. I don't know if you heard me before. We did. satellite we disruption, did. which yeah. means only one thing: invasion. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, we better get through these quick before Jed's internet connection goes knows. out on us. Who would right, you so, pick, Wes? Uh, I take UNLV plus two. Okay. Yep. I'm going with the home team. Uh, four o'clock Saturday, another great one here. Another top 10 matchup. Alabama, Georgia, one versus eight. Feels like, I mean, certainly with Georgia's case, but I think Alabama too. If Alabama wins this game, they're going to the college football playoff. Uh, Georgia favored by six points there. In Atlanta at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Uh, Big O, I'm going to come to you first on this one, partner. Uh, man, we've seen this, right? This is this is a this is not a new rivalry. This is not a new matchup. Georgia and Alabama have been going at it for years now at the top of the SEC. Is it still a uh, is it still a bulldog reign for Georgia? Kind of a home dog being in Atlanta too. Um, they're six point know, they're, six point favorites. Georgia six point favorites. Yeah, six yeah, yeah. point favorites as well. 
Um, so they're giving up six, huh? Laying six Boy. on the Bulldogs. Boy. I know. Oh, man. Um, I think Saban might still have a little magic left in him. I might. This this one's going to be close, I feel. I, I'm feeling it. It's going to be a close matchup. I'm going to take the six points. I, I You know, it's going to be a close game. Georgia might sneak, squeak it out by a field goal, but I think uh, I'll I'll take the points. Signal caller? So you're going with uh, Bama? He's going yes, Bama plus six. Roll Tide. You know, again, I, I hate to agree, but here's the trend that I see. Typically, when you when when you have Georgia's attention, it hasn't gone well for you. Ole Miss had Georgia's attention; they blew their doors off fifty-two seventeen. Tennessee had Georgia's attention; they blew their doors off thirty-eight ten. But you know what? Missouri kind of sort of had their attention too, and Missouri made a game of it. Uh, now that was a road game. This is quote unquote neutral site kind of sorta. I think the Alabama offensive line as wretched as it's been at large all season it's playing better the last three weeks let's say i i can't go against nick with points in a title game i you're telling me even if nick saban finds a way to lose by a field goal we win i'm going bama well as lee corso famously said in our last pick em episode not so fast midgets <laughs> he did say that <laughs> he did say that Bulldogs by seven. They cover by the skin Ooh. of their chinny, chin, chin. 28 to 21, Georgia gets it done. Same time on Saturday, the AAC championship in New Orleans. Tulane hosting SMU, the ponies against the green wave. Jed, how's this one play out? Distractions or not, with their head coach having his name attached already to different openings, uh, I think Tulane is a complete football team at home. I think that's worth the five and a half that they're laying uh, against an explosive SMU team, but I think that they find a way to to win and cover. I'm going to go Tulane. There you go. Yeah, I kind of got uh, – we got some West Virginia boys in this game. Yes, we do. We got uh, Big Oak, SMU. That's true. Right? And we got, I believe, Ryan Stanchek is at Tulane right now. I Choice. believe. Let's see. Let's see. Is he? You are correct. Wait. What's this? This roster I'm looking at is Putsley. I don't Ryan Stanchek. Or is he see at, him on here, Big O? He's either at Tulane or Toledo. I'm I'm gonna get those mixed up all the time. Okay. Yeah, I do the same thing. I, I'm not seeing him on the Tulane roster. You mean on the Tulane staff? He's on the staff. Sorry, on the on the staff. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Um hold on though. He's Tulsa. Ta- okay, there we go. I knew it was a T. What it looks like here. I, I kind of lost track myself, big guy. Yep. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go with Garen. What's the point spread here? Tulane is five and Tulane. a half point favorites. Yep. I'm going with Big Oak. I got a feeling so SMU. SMU. Yep. All right. All right. Well, 
I'll split. I'll split the difference here. I'm going to go with Tulane as well too. I SMU just bothers me. I, you pay your way into a power conference. What a bunch of dorks. Okay, that's gonna <laughs> that's gonna look that's gonna look real good for you when the ACC is the next to collapse in a few years. Give me Tulane minus five and a half. Also Saturday afternoon, the Sun Belt Championship. Troy. They are hosting at Veterans Memorial Stadium. App State, Troy, six-and-a-half-point favorites, Jed. Look at Troy's two losses. We've talked about JMU and everything they've done. Uh, the other one was at Kansas State. Other than that, Troy's 10-0. and 0. So mm -hmm. th this is a heck of a rivalry in the Sun Belt. It's been a rivalry for a good long time. Uh, back to you're talking about the Neil Brown Satterfield days even before that. Uh, I think that, that Troy can be a handful when they get cranking at home. Uh, what's the line again, Wes? Six and a uh, half? Six and a half, Troy, yeah. I'm going with a lot of folks laying the points. Man, I'm tempted to go Troy, but I'm going to go App State. Ooh. <laughs> there you go. Ooh, this is a tough one. Um. I've actually gotten to see a couple Appy State games. I'm going with Troy. They impressed me. They impressed me against JMU. I'm going to go App State. State. I'm going to go App State. I think Troy wins, but I'll take the six and a half points with that. I think it's a three point, a four point win for Troy, something like that. So, so I'll take. Would you say we all want App State, or did you say Troy? Owen? No, Owen's going Troy. Yeah, I, I think Troy beats him by 14, honestly. Two more gentlemen, Saturday night, both at 8 o'clock, starting in Indianapolis, one of America's most underrated cities there at Lucas Oil Stadium. Michigan, 23. Michael Jordan, big ones. They are favored against Iowa. I mean, Jed, is this a top 20 matchup, or, or what are we talking about here? I mean, could a team who's ranked 17th in the country really be 23-point underdogs in a conference championship game? Are they really the 17th best team in the country if you're 23-point underdogs at a neutral site? All right, here's what I'm going to say. First of all, we don't have two games, two two picks left. We have three. Let me explain. Uh, uh -oh. We're going to pick this game, okay? Uh, and I am going to take Iowa with the points, all right? Yeah, it's hard. Neutral site or not. Uh First, you guys make your pick, and then I'll tell you what the other pick here is before we get to the final game. I'm picking Iowa as well with 23 points. I mean, you, I, I kind of don't see that happening by Michigan. As a recovered degenerate gambler, yes, I will never lay 23 points <laughs> ever. ever. I mean, unless it's Alabama playing South Central Missouri, Tennessee Community <laughs> College in the first week of the season, I will never lay 23 points. So, yeah, Michigan wins. They can win by three touchdowns, and Iowa can still cover. I'll take the Hawkeyes in plus 23. Okay, the second part. For the second consecutive week, Iowa was involved in the lowest over-under in the history of college football last week against Nebraska, and they hit the under. And what was it, 13 to 10? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, they hit the under. It was over-under 25 and a half. This one is over under 35 and a half. So all three of us, interestingly enough, have picked Iowa. So we kind of view this. I don't want to speak for you, 
But if you're picking Iowa, you kind of view it as them hanging around a little bit, making it a little uglier than it should be. But is it ugly enough to keep it under 35 and a half? What say you, Owen, over or under 35 and a half? Under. Wes? Under 28 to 6, Michigan wins. All right. To be different, I'm going to go over. Over 35 and a half. I'm hoping for a 24 to no, I'm hoping for a 27 to 10 kind of blowout. That's what I want. Yeah, 27 to 10, which so, which uh oh so wait, that was that. our tenth, that was our tenth pick. That was the extra pick no, there. No, was the that was our tenth. Now we have one left. That's right. Okay. All right. Uh a matchup that maybe wasn't as juicy as we all thought it would be a couple weeks ago. Florida State, Louisville, ACC championship game Saturday night. Louisville coming off a loss to Kentucky. Florida State, of course, lost Jordan Hunter to a a, a just a I mean, you want to talk about sad injuries like we were talking about with Zach Frazier a little bit on the Baylor recap. You know, you you're undefeated, you you lose your quarterback at the very end of the season to a broken leg. That's that's tough there for the Seminoles. Florida State two and a half point favorites there in the ACC championship game I'll start out on this one here as we close this down I I think Florida State still wins and covers I have a hard time thinking that they can do anything in the playoff without Jordan Hunter I also I've been saying this all year and I'm going to stand by it I think Louisville are crazy frauds I think they're a good team but I don't think they're a top 10 team or anything like that um I think more realistically, they're about an eight and four team, kind of like WVU is. They just had a favorable schedule this year. They beat a really overrated Notre Dame team. They beat a really overrated Duke team before both of those teams came back down to life. They lost a pit. I mean, come on, pit. Three wins on the season, pit. Two, two wins if you take away the Wofford win, pit. Uh, I know Florida. Big 12. Oh, and two in the Big 12. Last place in the Big 12, pit. Exactly. Thank you, Jed. Uh, I know Florida State. Listen, you lose your quarterback. I mean, that's tough, but they still pull this one out. They win by seven. They win by nine, something like that. So I'll lay the two and a half points with the Seminoles. I'll go with you there, too, as well. Yeah. I just don't think Louisville's that good. I have it all year. I agree. They're Uh, good, but they're not not top ten good. They're not top ten. They're too wishy-washy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I, – I can't go against Jeff Callahan, the voice of the Seminoles. Uh, there you go. Uh, Rotomaker stepped in. He hasn't turned the ball over. He's been somewhat productive. I agree with you. It's, it, those are big shoes to fill. What was the kid's name on the Cincinnati team? Martin. Remember that he got hurt as they were putting seeds together for the NCAA tournament several years ago? Oh, Kenyon Martin. Trying, Kenyon Martin, yeah. And they were trying to determine, okay, without Kenyon Martin, are they still one seed? And that was the great debate. In other words, does their body of work, irrespective of who is or isn't available, right. seed right. them? Or does who they are right now seed them? And that's right kind now. of the conversation with Florida State, right? Yeah. And I, uh, but, I, but I have to go with Florida State to cover as well. So we're three for three there. So, all right, we have some differences. We'll see how it shakes out. Hey, and eight teams – Still left in the college football playoff hunt. It's a fun final week. I'll I'll go you one better, gentlemen, real quick here. Your four teams when we get to next week in the college football playoff are going to be Georgia, Michigan, Texas, and Oregon. There you go. Write it down. I, I'm going to write it down. Say it again. Georgia, Michigan, yep. Texas, Oregon. Which would be a lot of fun, too. Four from four different conferences, four regions of the country. Wait, wait, you're saying? The 13 and 0 Seminoles sit home. Yep. Because of what you just said. Because of what you just said. 
No quarterback. Ooh. Yep. Ooh. That's yep. tough. Now that's tough. There's some chaos. There's some chaos here that could happen, right? I mean, there's there's certainly some chaos. But yes, I have one loss, Texas, and one loss, Oregon, getting in over Florida State. Florida State's going to stay at that five position. All right, there's my babe. There's my babe Ruth moment. Unsolicited extra prediction from me. When you're in first place for the pick'em, you can do these kind of things. Wow, <laughs> Wes's head just exploded. <laughs> Good thing this isn't a classroom, gentlemen, because my head would be so big you couldn't sit behind me. <laughs> hey, this has been a lot of fun. We will obviously recap how we did and all those things. Still have Phil Steele to come this week with Jed. In Skyler, but this will be the last you see of Owen and I this week. Big O, give him hell on Saturday, baby. Let's go win state. Big, uh, big, big, big shout out to the Greenbrier West boys. Let's go get it done. A uh, thank you to Fortis for presenting this episode of In the Gun, as always, uh, as well for roof performance and financial certainty guaranteed. Make sure you visit Fortis.us.com. It's been a lot of fun. Let's hope we get a. Uh, an exciting conference championship slate here to uh, to put a bow on what's been an exciting season. And then we'll all meet back here next week, break it all down, talk about the WVU bowl game, talk about the college football playoff and who we would have had in there. It's a uh, it's certainly a fun time of year to be a college football fan. For the signal caller, Jed Drenning, and the runaway beer truck, Owen Schmidt, I am Wesley Eulera. Thanks, as always, to our buddy Skylar Callahan for putting this all together for us. And the one thing we ask you, I forgot this on our last episode with Big Daddy in the Baylor recap, is to be an ear and tell an ear about your new favorite WVU football podcast. Take care, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. You've been in the gun. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.